This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 47. And the quote of the day is from Leonardo da Vinci, who said, Obstacles cannot crush me. Every obstacle yields to stern resolve. He who is fixed to a star does not change his mind. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers and industry professionals. Information, education, and motivation for drumming and beyond. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here with another session of the Drummer's Resource Podcast. And a few things to tell you about. We're giving away two Kickport FX series. And if you sign up for the mailing list at drummersresource.com, you'll be automatically entered to win two FX ports from Kickport. And I just want to say thank you to Kickport for, for giving those to me to give away to a lucky winner. And also, if you sign up for the mailing list, you're automatically going to get my ebook, Stick Control Variations. It's usually 10 bucks or $9.99, but you're going to get it for free automatically if you sign up for the mailing list at drummersresource.com. So definitely check that stuff out and we're going to get right into this um into this podcast it's not an interview i'm doing it solo today and i want to talk a little bit um about practicing and and well-rounded practice because a lot of people ask me not necessarily how they should practice but what they should be practicing and it's a little bit tough to answer that question because it all depends on your skill level and and you know where what you need work on but i always like to have some sort of well-rounded practice routine that I go through and I always recommend to my students and other people just, you know, that want to know, um, how, how they should be practicing and what they should be practicing. So I'm going to go through it a little bit and tell you the approach that I've always used for practicing and the things that I've practiced. Um, and you know, hopefully it'll be of some use to you. So the first thing that you want to want to do is to make sure that you're practicing more than, one type of thing. So a lot of people, you know, will just go and just play the kit or a lot of people just practice on the pad or something like that. And in the other podcast I had, I said that, you know, something is better than nothing. So if you only have 10 minutes, yes, obviously if you can only hit the pad, that's better than doing nothing. Or if you can only, you know, hit the kit for a few minutes, that's better than nothing. But if you're doing some real diligent practicing, I want to go into what exactly, I think is a well-rounded practice routine. There's a few things to keep in mind. So you want to work on your technique. You want to work on styles. You want to work on your musicality and, and you know, your, your soloing or your improving. You all, you want to work on your reading and then you want to work on things that excite you and things that are, you know, that maybe some licks and, and things like that. So first let's start with the technique thing. So I typically suggest that people, do some sort of pad work or some sort of technique work and you can work out of like the stick control book or you can work out of the, um, the syncopation book. You can also work out of my ebook stick control variations, which is like I mentioned, 100% free if you sign up for the mailing list. Uh, so you can grab that. It's a, it's a great exercises for technique and then move those to the kit. So you may be doing, paradiddles on the pad or you may be doing uh you know like working through some of your rudiments or working on other sticking variations and you can take those and then start to apply them to the kit and you know start moving them around the kit and they'll naturally work their way into your playing but you never want to be especially be on a gig and say let me pull out this this new rudiment that i've been working on um 
it's just you got to let it naturally come into your playing. So that's why I always advise people to work on some sort of technique thing, then get into uh, getting into moving it around the kit and start using it, um, you know, in some of your practice routines, and then it'll work its way into your playing naturally. The next thing is styles, and I think that, and I don't, I don't mean to offend anybody, but I think that a lot of people just stick to like the rock idiom some sort of rock drumming uh just a typical like two and four groove and i there's a there's so many different styles out there that you really need to be working on different styles to really to round out your playing so style wise you know you can work on jazz you can work on uh blues you know shuffles you can work on odd time you can work on funk you can work on hip-hop New Jack Swing, all these other different styles. And I suggest learning these and digging into these styles so that it starts wounding out your playing. And it's also going to come across in your playing. So, you know, if, you, if you're playing a rock groove, it can still have an element of swing in it or it can be swung and have like this bouncing feeling. So definitely work on some style stuff. Musicality and improv is, is a lot that I do because uh, a lot of the stuff that I play is... is um, improvisational music. So there's different listening exercises that you can do. There's also the idea of playing melodies around the kit. So if you take, um, and something simple like Mary had a little lamb and you take the, the melody of it, it would just be da 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 So if you take something like that and start moving that around the kit and literally playing that melody on the drums, and then you can start messing around with that and developing it farther and farther and farther. And playing melodies on the kit is a is something that really improves your sense of musicality. It also gives you a better feel of where or of long notes and short notes versus just sounds that you're hearing on the drum, like boom, cocked, boom, boom, cocked, boom, cocked, boom, boom, cocked. So if you hear something like that, you're not really thinking in note values. You're thinking of sounds. And if you start playing melodies around the kit, you start hearing these notes lengthen and shorten. So that's a really good exercise for, for improving and, and musicality to me is anything, any sort of listening exercises or playing melodies on the kit or taking a groove and, and really breaking it down and getting inside of the groove and just hearing what your, your foot and your left hand is doing or something like that. And really getting inside of it and changing the accents around and things like that, just to make it more musical and to make it feel like it has a lot more life. So some musicality stuff, some improvisational stuff, reading is a big part of your practicing or should be a big part of your practicing as well. So I always recommend um, any sort of reading exercise. And the old saying is the only way to get better at reading is to do it all the time. And reading is something that you just, you got to do it and you just, you have to do it. I'm not saying you have to read an hour of material a day, um, but you should be doing some reading at, some point in your practice routine and make it make it a part of your practice routine and you can work out of books um you know i use i use the book uh portraits and rhythm and that's a great book and you know any reading any reading exercises are really good and like i said you don't have to spend hours doing it you can just spend some time doing it if you spent 20 minutes a day reading you know in a month your your reading would drastically improve you'd actually be really surprised so it's just like anything else you know it just takes time and it takes a little bit of dedication but uh but definitely do some reading and then 
things that excite you. So you may want to work on the latest chops thing or the new fill that you've been trying to learn or some new, you know, crazy blast beat or some Jojo Mayer thing or, you know, whatever you want to do things that things that excite you and, and things that are, you're, you're doing it for, to really just have some fun and, and it may not be something that you're going to use every day in your normal playing, but it's something to, to just do and, and have fun with and keep yourself happy and, and, you know, enjoying practicing because practicing can get a little rough once in a while. Um, it's, it's definitely something that it took me a while to really get into and really enjoy. So, um, so I, I, there has to be certain ways that, you know, that you can have fun and, and things like that. So definitely work on some of that stuff. So technique, styles, musicality, reading, and then, you know, just have some fun with different things. Now, if you look at this whole list, right, you have you're looking at like five different things. So that doesn't mean that you have to do every single one of those in every single practice session. So what I usually do is I'll, I'll put these on a list and I'll write where I started and where I stopped. So say you want to work on, you know, rudiments. Let's say you want to work on paradiddles, funk, uh, learning Mary had a little lamb on the drums. Uh, you wanted to do the stick control, or I'm sorry, the, the, uh, portraits and rhythm book. And you wanted to learn a new Eric Moore lick, right? That's five things. So on Monday, say you work on rudiments, you work on your paradiddles, and then you go into the funk stuff that you're working on. And then that's it. You don't have any more practice time. So the next day, rather than going back and starting with the technique stuff, go to the musicality or go to, you know, go to the, uh, the Mary had a little lamb thing, learn that, then move on to doing the Sarone book, the portraits and rhythm, and then learning the Eric Moore lick and wherever you stopped, just pick up with the next exercise the next day. So that way every day or every two days or every three days, no matter how many days you're practicing, you're really rounding out your playing and you're using, you're doing different things, um, So you're not concentrating all your time on just learning the new Eric Moore lick or just learning the rudiments. And you say, oh, man, every day I start with rudiments and then I get into the funk stuff. And then, you know, by the by the uh, by the hour, once the hour's up, (coughs) excuse me, I didn't get to the other stuff I want to work on. And then you start all over the next day. So you never really get to the stuff that's at the end of the list. So I always work through my list from top to bottom. And then wherever I stop, I pick up there the next day and then back around to the, to the other stuff. So that's the best way that I've learned to practice because it keeps you honest and it keeps you constantly rotating the things that you're working on rather than walking in to the practice room and saying, okay, I'm going to just work on this one thing. And then the next day I come in, I'm going to work on the same thing. And the next day, unless you're like learning a show or you have to learn you know, a bunch of tunes for a gig or an audition or something like that. But if you're talking about long, you know, a long time practice schedule, the worst thing that you can do is walk into the practice room and not know what you're going to practice. Being prepared before you go in there is far more important than you realize, because I know that I am totally guilty of it. And I'm sure you are too. You go to practice and then you just end up messing around on the kit for an hour and you're like, oh, let me play all my my cool stuff and I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to shed on this for a little while and I'm going to shed on this. And next thing you know, it's been an hour 
you haven't really done anything productive. It might have been fun, but you didn't really you didn't really challenge yourself. You didn't really get any better and that practice session is over. So you just wasted your practice schedule by just goofing off. So which is fun, don't get me wrong, and I've definitely done it myself. So I'm not uh, you know, I'm not I'm not judging you too much because I do the same thing, but I like to go in prepared and say, okay, I'm going to go in, I'm going to work on these things. I'm going to knock them out and I'm going to check them off my list. And then the next day when I go in, I'm going to pick up right where I left off again. And it doesn't matter if you have an hour a day or if you have 15 minutes a day, it doesn't matter. And you can divide these up any way you want to. You may want to do an hour of rudiments and you might want to do 15 minutes of, you know, of, fills or whatever you can do it however you want the one thing that i urge you to do though is a lot of people have the tendency to not work on the things that they're not good at because they don't enjoy it and that's where your biggest growth areas are is the thing you know the things that you're not very good at if your reading is really bad and i know that reading learning to read is is hard and it's frustrating and it's not it's not the most fun thing in the world either. I'll be honest with you, but spending time on that is well worth the effort that's put in. But I know a lot of people skip over it because it is so frustrating and it's such a pain in the neck to learn. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I just urge you to don't skip over the things that you're not very good at and don't give them less time. If anything, you should be giving them more time because those are the areas that that really need the work. So that's uh that's my advice for practicing on and what to practice. If you want specific things to practice like if you want exercises and you, you know, you want what styles to play and how to learn these styles and and all that other stuff, just shoot me an email, nick at drummersresource.com. I can give you lessons that'll last you for years. And there's a ton of lessons in, in that ebook as well. That's free uh, at drummersresource.com. So you can check that out and um, yeah, just reach out to me and I'll be more than happy to help you. We can get on Skype or, or we can talk on the phone or you can email me or whatever. We can definitely go over, go over some stuff. So just shoot me an email, nick at drummersresource.com. I'm here to help. And just to review real quick, technique, styles, musicality, reading and then some fun stuff. Um, that's, I think that's the best way to, to really round out your, your playing. Um, and I went through it for a long time of not knowing what to practice. And I would go into the practice room and I'm like, what should I be working on? Which, you know, what's, what's the thing that's going to get me the gigs and what's the thing that's going to get me, that's going to farther my career. And these things are all going to help you and they're employable skills, which I always talk about. You always want to work on your employable skills. So your technique is really just going to give you the giving give you the facility to work around the kit and play the things that you want to play styles are really good for you know you can work for a bunch of different bands if you know a bunch of different styles i know a lot of guys that are like nope i'm a rock guy and they don't work as much as the guy that says i can play everything i can play jazz funk rock fusion it doesn't matter i can play it all the musicality thing is just going to make you sound and play more musically like it says um you know give your give your you're playing a lot more breath and a lot more space and feel. And it's just going to, the whole, it's going to give your overall playing just a better, a better feeling. And rather than being all stiff and mechanical reading is another extremely good 
employable skill. It's really good, especially for writing out charts. You may not write out full charts, like if you learn a tune or if you have to learn tunes for for a band, uh, it's really good to be able to write that stuff out. And especially once you get really good at reading, you can kind of shorthand the stuff. And so I, every everybody out there should should know how to read, at least have some sort of basic understanding of, of rhythm and how to read it. And then the fun stuff is the fun stuff. That's exactly what it is. It keeps you motivated, keeps you interested and feed your ego a little bit. Cause we're drummers. So we need to feed our ego a little bit. And, uh, and yeah, so those are my, those are my tips for, for practicing how to practice and what to practice. And like I said, any questions, email me, Nick at drummers And even if you don't have any questions and you want to just connect, shoot me an email. I've been, I have all these, I have, you know, 7,000 followers on, on Facebook and a thousand on Twitter. And this podcast gets downloaded thousands and thousands of times a month. And but it's really one one directional, so I don't get to talk to you guys, and I would I would love to hear from you. Um, so shoot me a message on Facebook or shoot me an email at nickatdrummersresource.com or send me a message on Twitter, and let's talk drums. Let's open up the conversation because I, w- I would really like to, to get to know everybody out there. So And it's hard for me to be behind a mic, and I don't have you guys talking back at me. So it's kind of, like I said, it's a one-sided conversation. So reach out to me. I'm, I'm down for talking drums or... Anything else you want to talk about? I love baseball and and all kinds of stuff. So so just reach out, say what's up. And if you want to enter to win those Kickport FX series, just go to drummersresource.com and sign up for the mailing list and you'll automatically be entered to win. You'll also get the ebook stick control variations 100% free if you sign up. Whether you win the Kickports or not, you automatically get that book. Visit us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash drummers resource. We're on Twitter at drummers R source and on Instagram at drummers resource. And until next Monday, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.